Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.
Welcome, everybody. We are back. It's Tuesday, June 14th, 8.38 p.m. Thank you so much. We're back live. This is Loud and Proud Orlando. My name is Luis Carlos Pineda. I'm here with David Valentin and also with pa Paola. Uh, we're here, you know, on a, on a Tuesday night. Usually we're Mondays at 8.30. Uh, yesterday, I had other commitments I had to attend. Unfortunately, Peru, the national, the Peruvian national team with Pedro Galese, had a intercontinental playoff to play against Australia. We'll talk about that in just a moment, too. Unfortunately, Peru did not qualify to Qatar 2022. Uh, Pedro Galese will be flying back to Orlando uh, fairly soon. Um, unfortunately uh, for Pedro, uh, fortunately for Orlando City, because he's going to be coming sooner than expected. And so he will be joining, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. So... Uh, before we start, uh, I want to um, uh, reiterate, um, thank you so much to everybody for their support. I know a lot of OC outlets have been very, um, you know, not a lot of footage, not a lot of things to put on Twitter, not a lot of things to, to like on Instagram, but um, thank you for everybody that is uh, joining us live, watching us live, retweeting our stuff, liking our stuff on Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. We're also live on Facebook and we're also live on YouTube. Click on the notification bell for all notifications if you're listening to these. And also check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, um, Dave, we have an interesting couple of um, days coming up. Tomorrow, Orlando plays against the Rebs and then... On the weekend, I should be going to Explorer Stadium, and we're playing against Houston Dynamo. Um, what are your thoughts, and um, how you doing, my friend? <laughs> well, I'm doing great. A little, a little sore throat uh, lately. So for those that hate uh, when I when I talk well today, you are going to have a, a great episode. <laughs> uh, but no, um, like everybody else, uh, super surprise, Luis and Paola the the. We uh, go on, quote-unquote, a break, and all sorts of news uh, start breaking out. Um, some things happening with Orlando Pride that I believe affect the organization as a whole. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about those, those topics. But as Luis already mentioned, we have a game against New England Revolution in Boston this, uh, this Wednesday, tomorrow, uh, if you are watching this live. Uh, and Saturday, we're at home against Houston Dynamo. Uh, to me, uh, it's, a, it's a big day. There's uh, there's several friends uh, coming from England to watch the game. Some people have not seen it in a, in a while. Uh, two of my friends are joining me at the game for the first uh, MLS experience. So obviously, uh, a win will be awesome. Uh, and and that's it. Uh, there's there's a there's a lot to talk about MLS finally. Uh, has a deal with Apple Plus. We'd like to touch about uh, touch about that. Talk about that. And um, some situations are going to happen with the club. Some people are happy. Some people are not. So with that said, I will pass the microphone to Paola. Hi, guys. It's finally good to be back. Tomorrow, we're finally going to see soccer. Well, I have seen, you know, international soccer, but Orlando... Um, I'm, I'm glad that we're, we're finally seeing the boys back. Um, they will deserve this break. Let's see, um, bringing those three points 
at Boston. We need to take advantage of those three points away and also at home on Saturday. So I'm looking forward on tomorrow's game because it's a Wednesday, even though that we work. Uh, <laughs> I cannot sleep tonight. I'm probably, I'm just kidding. But um, it's good to be back. I miss you guys, believe it or not. Um, and uh, even though that I talked to David last week, about the uh, situations, about these upcoming games. Um, I, I miss talking to uh, us, uh, you two, uh, Luis, so uh, good to be back. Well, exciting indeed. Uh, we're going to start with the first topic. Um, you know, we're coming, there's two back-to-back -back games, um, essentially one tomorrow, one on the weekend. Six points on the back, guys, you know, I mean, six points, you know, are, are, we, are, we, are we, I mean, we've had a lot of rest, Right, a lot of rest uh, to heal the wounds. Uh, good news is that Antonio Carlos is uh, practicing. You know, so I want to give kudos to my pal Alonso Contreras that he's <laughs> that he uh, released the, that baby first. Right, uh, but um, yeah, he's been practicing now. Uh, he's closer to return. That those are good news, right? Pedro Galese will be with us the rest of the season for sure. Those are good news. So. Little by little, Orlando's taking, you know, their their original form, right? Uh, and uh, they're well rested. What are your your expectations uh, for this game, uh, uh, David? Coming up with the refs. Well, it has to be a win uh, for sure. Uh, New England comes on short rest. They uh, they played this last Sunday away at Kansas City, victory two one, and a victory in which. It was the most bizarre thing. Uh, it's like the end of the game. Um, uh, New England shoots the ball to go uh, on one of those goal. One of those shots, you think oh, it's just gonna go over. It's gonna be a goal kick end of the game, and somehow the ball dips into frame. The the goalkeeper stops it, bounces oddly, and and finds a New England player, and boom. They win it. If I'm if I am a sporting Kansas City fan, uh, you know I'll I'll be ripping uh, my 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 clothes off and throwing ashes on top of my head like before leaving the stadium. Uh, it, it, losing like that has to be something. So uh, you know these these guys come in uh, with with short rest that short rest they're at home. Is that an advantage for us? We don't know. We had all this time resting, but if you guys remember when we played. Dallas, we were super banged up. Our guys were super exhausted. So it's uh, it's it's a balance. We we don't know what's gonna happen. We have to win. I'm gonna tell you why we have to win. They they are at the bottom of the table, and uh, if you wanna be a, a championship team, you get results with the teams that are above you. And you demolish the teams that are below you. That's that's how it works, right? You know, if uh, if we are going to be giving out points, giving out false hope to teams that we know that are not gonna win MLS. No, Cincinnati, Charlotte, they're not gonna win MLS Cup. We, we know this. So why give them points and make them dream when all that's gonna happen is they're gonna fail? So what we need to do is we need to go and win this game. This is what uh, our history with uh, New England. Six victories for New England. Six draws. 
Most of them decisions by the referee that have stolen points away from us. Famously, the game that cost us the one point that we needed to make playoffs in 2016 with the phantom uh, Servando Carrasco uh, handball. You know, every time, if you want to go to YouTube and see how the ball basically hits this man's batch and uh, the referee calls it a handball, obscene. Lee Wen knows that if we ever meet face-to-face, -face, I just, just gonna punch him in the mouth because he knows that wasn't – he did it that on purpose. And uh, two wins by Orlando. So not a, a, a good competitive um, record against them. Um, these people had Adam Buxa, uh, Carl's Hill, Sebastian Legette. Yeah. I mean, they – this is a team that is uh, having a, a hard time, and uh, we have to go get those points, my friends. And I know that a lot of people are like, well, we're going to win at home. That's great. Listen, I, I, am, I am showing up with all my family and with 7 billion other people that are joining me for the game. And, of course, I want to win. But the, the, the fan in me wants to win both of them. But if I had to pick, we have to win the New England game because it's an Eastern Conference for Sure. Um, you know, and Paola, you know, what are your expectations for this game coming up? I mean, um, New England Revolution has always given us trouble through history um, since we started in the league. It's always been a tough team to beat. They have very good dynamic players. They have a good coach. Uh, obviously, they're going through a losing a slump. Uh, but what are your thoughts regarding this game? What are your expectations? We, we have to win this game. They have lost key players and we have to take advantage of that and we have to take advantage of we have rest and they just played with Kansas City even though that they won um but we have to take advantage there's there's no there's no excuse of not winning this game so we have momentum of getting the rest that we needed to um in the couple of two weeks three weeks almost so we have to win this game, yes or yes. There's no excuse. Um, and the key players that they had, they're gone. And they're in the losing streak, technically. So we have to take advantage of that. They're not in a good place right now, um, even though that they didn't change a lot of people from last year. Um, I don't know what's happening. It, Every time that I seen that they're losing, I'm like, what, what is happening here? I, I was surprised that um, they lost versus Kansas, but then I saw the record of Kansas City. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. So, um, but we have to win tomorrow's game. So let's see what the boys bring tomorrow. I know they're they're gonna win, and I know that they they have that um, um, how you may say it, the that little revenge from that playoff game right, right. that, they, that um yeah they wanna they have a thirst for revenge exactly so right right so before i give my piece uh on this game i want to read some comments matthew says when when antonio carlos is back i'm gonna that's that's a good question i'm personally gonna jump for sure to the ceiling i, I i've missed i think every single orlando city fan or journalist or anybody that just has a lot of love for this club has missed Antonio Carlos. <laughs> so uh, no doubt about that. Joshua Tall, let's let's win both games this week. Joshua Tall, I feel bad for Galese. That's right. We'll talk about that in just a minute. I will give you the real, how a real Peruvian feels about what happened 
Uh, I mean, 33 million Peruvians, just to cut it short, are mourning uh, still. Uh, nobody wants to come out on my other outlet. No one's, you know, I'm coming out by myself on the, on the TV screen. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. Joshua Tall, can't wait for the game tomorrow. Uh, it says here, uh, are we going to talk about, are you guys going to talk about the Apple TV deal? Yeah, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. I mean, to give my piece in this game, it's very easy. I, I'm just going to say this. I know it's going to be probably controversial, but I mean, hopefully not. You take away Carlos Hill out of that equation, you shut him down, their whole system falls apart. That's really it. You, you double-team Carlos Hill. He's a dynamic player, a change-of-pace player, one of the best midfielders in the league right now. You take him out. Or you 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 know make sure that you shut him down completely, and you can most likely I can definitely say their whole mid will will suffer um, to create attacking plays because one thing is Gustavo Bo is not the type of number nine that it will create its own play like you know maybe um, you know Pato for example that he could play the wing and he could play the nine he's a straight nine. He's a straight shooter, you know, right there, tall, big, um, very physical. Uh, but he's not the type of player that is going to get us get himself associated with the wings. So they lost Tejan Buchanan, one of the best players in the league, in my opinion. And I think uh, losing Tejan Buchanan, neither McNamara or Dylan Borrero have stepped on those shoes right. But you take away the, their king, which is Carlos Hill, and he will the, the team will fall. Now, uh, New England's defense has been subpar this season so far. So, I mean, I think Orlando City has the superior four out back. Now, now having um, Antonio Carlos back further on, you know, is going to make us much stronger, in my opinion. But at, at, at what we have now, I think we have a good uh, back four out there. So, my, to me. And this is just, uh, you know, you start. Matt Turner is no longer there, too. So the, the keeper more than likely will be um, Earl, Earl Edwards, I think it is, uh, Jr., uh, which used to be part of Orlando City at some point. Um, so, or, or Petrovic. E- either one of them is going to be the starter. Carlos Hill, you take him out. More than likely, uh, you know, more than likely you take him out and the whole mid falls apart. And Orlando, what does they have to do? They have to honestly attack through the flanks. That's their strength. You have Facundo Torres on one side. You have Ruan on another side. You know, you could also have Junior Urso playing the, 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 the right flank. I mean, this is a, this is a, I cannot say it enough. This is a huge game for Facundo Torres. This is the type of game he wants to play because this team, in my opinion, their they're Achilles heel is you you guard Carlos Hill, the team falls apart, their mid falls apart, they turn over the ball, and then they're very flimsy on the wings. So that's the game that Orlando has the players to play their, their football on, on the flanks. We have fast, dynamic players on the flanks. So let's go ahead and get that and make that happen. You know, you have Torres, Pato. You have even Pereira could play the, the right flank. You have Urso. You have Ruan. So I think we can make it happen. What are your thoughts, um, Dave? 
have really nothing much to add to that, Luis. You said it all. I have to say, as an American, I'm super happy, proud of the American exports. Uh, Buchanan and uh, well, Buchanan's Canadian, right? Right, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, young kid, nonetheless, yeah, yeah. you know, North American player, going to do big things. Uh, Matt Turner, obviously uh, a rival, but, you know, nice fella. Uh, came came from nothing to to become what it is now, and and that to me is fantastic. He was always a great competitor, always nice to the fans, even though the for ninety minutes we were screaming things at him. Uh, he never took it personal, and um, I uh, I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, as far as the landlord, Ed, uh, Earl Edwards Jr., uh, <laughs> I get mad that. Once again, we have to see former Lions prosper somewhere else because we fumbled the bag here. Um, I, I Again, I, I, a superb individual, somebody that uh, came to this club in 2015, was with us for five years, um, great competitor, and uh, I wish him nothing but the best. And uh, I believe he will be the number one for New England uh, coming 2023. Um, but that's it. So business, 7.30 this, this Wednesday, tomorrow. We have to win. And yeah, uh, if, you guys, if you guys look at um, the uh, Gillette Stadium, it's, it's a hard surface up into the elements. Uh, it's a very wide and long pitch. It gives uh, itself for teams that like to run, that like to uh, cross the pitch, to switch, uh, switch directions. And uh, it's going to be a counter-attack uh, type of uh, bonanza, if, if, if I will say. If you guys doubt that, go back to every game that we've had there, and you will see it's tick for tat. It's just hit, 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 because that's, that's the type of surface that gives itself to play. Um, as far as Facundo Torres, I think it's going to be a great challenge for him because uh, the size of Gillette, is the same size as Campeón del Siglo, which is the uh, stadium of Peñarol back in Uruguay. So you never know when you – it's like, like, like putting a, an old shoe, right? It just fits in perfectly. So, fits in perfectly, huh? Yeah, so we may see, we may see an explosion of uh, production from him. And also, I have to share something with you. The, the guy wants to impress. The guy wants to impress. The guy feels the weight on the shoulders. And we have talked about this before, Luis where the the new guys and I know this from from a good source I know as you guys know I, I don't throw names out the new guys are uneasy because they come from cultures where the team loses they throw trash at you they 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 knife your tires and all that here regardless of the result the fans are 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 generous they ask for pictures they hey don't worry about it we'll get him next time blah 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 so it's hard for them to gauge <clears throat> Excuse me. It's hard for them to gauge. Hey, am I doing a, the, a good job or not? So um, I told the source. Hey, again, excuse me. I told you guys, I was under the weather. Um, I told the source, hey, he's doing great. Um, but uh, it's, it's it's a game that is gonna give itself for for that type of uh, match. And before I conclude, last three results with New England. Uh, tied 2-2, two two. defeat uh, at New England 2-1, and a defeat at home.
I am I am very curious too to see and, and I'll be honest with you. I, I'm I'm very curious to see what, what's gonna be the starting eleven that Orlando is gonna send out. We should probably definitely dive in into that in just a moment. But uh, I'm also curious to see Leggett and Borrero on either side because I don't think McNamara will will start. I think this is the um, I think this is going to be Leggett more than likely. Um, again, another dynamic player, and and, and Leggett is not so much a di- a dribbler. He's more of like a player that could very well be a number nine. It's just he's a little shorter you know, than, than no, the most people, but he has such a powerful shot from distance. We have to definitely watch out for that as our back four because uh, he loves to uh, change and the wing. So he could play the left or the right, the left or the right. He likes to move around the middle, right? Carles Hill also likes to maybe move to the wing. So those three interchange positions, that's what I'm trying to say. They interchange positions. So, that could throw off, you know, our back line. Now, I want to say that our back line is better than, for sure, than New England's back line. So I feel like Orlando could definitely have, has a huge chance. But to me, you know, I repeat it again, the player that they need to definitely cancel on this game is Carles Gil. Uh, more than Leggett, more than Borrero, more than those three there, more than Bo. I think uh, the backline will be fine with Bo. I think Carlos Hill, because I mean that that player, I would love to have him in Orlando City if there's ever a, 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 a chance to have him. I mean he's he's a great player and uh, one of the big cornerstones of that Supporter Shield run of New England was 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 Carlos Hill. So um, I think he's the X factor for sure in that team. So, um, do you want to do the um, the potential eleven? You guys want to talk about that? I can definitely set that up right now. Uh, that way, drop us a comment, everybody. Um, you know, leave your comment. Uh, what, what will be your starting eleven uh, for uh, Orlando City uh, coming up in, into this game? So, I will go ahead and um, start this here. Oh, where is this? USA, MLS. There you go. Okay. So, obviously, I mean, I don't know if Galessa will be back. I highly doubt. I think this is going to be uh, Adam Greenwiss, right? Adam Greenwiss. He will start. He'll be, he'll be a goalkeeper. Right, Dave? Correct? Right. Okay, and then you have uh, the right back. You can also correct me, Paola, if, if you think we should put somebody else. Uh, the back four will be Ruan, uh, Schlegel, um, Jansen. Do we have anybody with yellow cards that are going to miss the game, or we're all clear? We're clear. Yeah, we're good. We're good, right? And then... Um, Left wing, um, left back, I think it's going to be uh, Joao Moutinho for sure. I mean, I don't think Pareja changing the back four against uh, the refs. Now, I'd be surprised if we see Kyle Smith, uh, but I mean, there's no Tejan Buchanan anymore. So I think Moutinho, in my opinion, uh, we, need, we need to score. 
Uh, when Moutinho, I like the fact that he's being, he's improved his game this year tremendously, um, doing the back and forth on the, on the left wing, um, trying to be influential on the attacking play when Orlando attacks in, in um, you know, as a, as a unit going forward in transition attack. Um, your sixes, in my opinion, will be Urso, you know, uh, for sure, um, Araujo. Um, and if you guys would like to say something, um, anybody in the comments, drop us a comment. Um, what are you starting 11? Um, here, Pereira. Up top, Urgent Cara. That would be me. Here would be, I mean, this is, this is, uh, the doozy, right? I mean, who would you put here? I mean, uh, you'll put, I mean, you have options, right? I mean, you have. Uh, we'll put Jake. Mo Rainey. I mean, he's been doing good so far, in my opinion. And then here, Facundo Torres, right? Now, mm -hmm. Facundo Torres is with his, uh, na uh, he, he's not with his national team, right? No. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, I saw him with. Um, yeah, he was in Schlegel down in Miami. Yeah, yeah. So I think, in my opinion, I think let's give Mulroney a shot. I, I like the way he's been playing lately. Um, I think uh, it will be good to see him. Uh, he has good speed, good dribbling, going towards the middle too. He he has good crossing power. I think it will be a good opportunity now. With this, with this system, this is designed to feed Urgent Cara. Like, they need to feed him. Like, Torres and Mulroney, like, they need to constantly try to attempt to win the, the you know, the, the 1v1 against uh, New England's back line, go into the box, cross, find Cara, go. Like, that's, in my opinion, what they should do. I think the refs have um, – it's not been the best year for the refs' defense, for Andrew Farrell and Omar Gonzalez, especially, the two center backs. So I think Kara has an opportunity to to score in this game, right? And I think that's that's been what's been uh, lacking for Orlando City, right? They're finish, finishing up the play. What are your thoughts there, um, Dave? You, would you make any changes to this starting eleven? I'm going to go ahead and defer to Paola since uh, she didn't get a turn the last time. Go ahead. Um, I can I can say, like, with Mulroney, I don't know if he's going to start or or Pato, but I would like to see Mulroney start to see um, his adapting because I, I, like, I, I like what I saw in the last um, game, and he's adapting still. So let's let's see and but I like Torres in with Montino though connection in 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 that area. So um so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean they could switch they could switch they could switch like they Torres switch Torres too, I mean. he, he runs all over the place. Like right, right, right. I can give him kudos for that. That that's why I love him. Like he, he runs all over the place. And I and I'm I'm looking forward to see him um, tomorrow because he rests his legs, so not a lot of mileage for tomorrow. So let's see what he's capable of. That's how the Miami uh, overtime goal uh, happened. Uh, he wasn't supposed to be there. 
So, you know, I hope that uh, El Profe Pareja gives them more freedom. You know, sometimes you got to be creative. And um, to be quite honest with you, how we stuck to the plan. And for those that are, are listening, I'm making air quotes. Uh, we would have lost that game. So mm -hmm. sometimes you got to let players do what he feels right. Yeah, uh, certainly. Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't think. I will read some comments here. Victor Sanchez is Galese back for tomorrow's game? Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't think so. I mean, and I'll be honest with you. Uh, mentally, he's not prepared. I'll be honest with you. I mean, what happened on the weekend? Um, what happened yesterday was um, devastating for 33 million Peruvians. This is not a like. I'm not trying to like. I'm telling. I'm telling you the truth. Like how they feel. Um, it's people are mourning there. I, I, I have another outlet called Ladre el Fútbol. It's just like Ladre and Proud, but in Spanish. And we cover the Peruvian league and Peruvian teams and all that. Um, no one wants to come on live because everyone's like, don't want to talk about football. They don't want to talk about soccer. They, 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 they are not in the right state of mind because Peru right now is going through a lot of uh, issues with political stuff, like the, the country itself with uh, corruption and, you know, uh, inflation and things like that. I don't want to dive into that, but because this is a sports show, it's not a, politi no, it's not a politics show. But um, the only thing people over there had to look forward to this year was the World Cup. You take that away, like, people don't know what to do. <laughs> Like, even my colleagues, like, what am I going to talk about in my show? Like, I don't know. You know, like, am I going to talk about Argentina now? Am I going to talk about Ecuador? Am I going to talk about, uh, am I gonna talk about um, Brazil? Like, you know, so it's, it's, been, it's been a tough blow for a lot of Peruvians. Uh, and I wouldn't believe how Pedro is feeling right now, right? Um, so I don't really believe and I don't think he will be up to, even if he's back tomorrow, he's probably going to be watching at his house with his family and, he, you know, He's not mentally there, I'll be honest with you. Joshua Tall, I think it's possible we can win tomorrow. I, I believe so, too. Uh, what do you guys think? I think so, too, right? <laughs> and, Luis, I wanted to add something real quick. Yeah, sure. uh, Paula maybe not, doesn't remember this, but I'm old enough to be her dad. So when I was a kid in elementary school and Puerto Rico won anything on any tournament, <clears throat> I don't care if it was, I don't know, cornhole, whatever it was, if we won, the governor will declare like a holiday. I mean, like we didn't have to go to school. <laughs> the players will come out of the airport. There will be a parade and all this type of stuff. So, so I know, I know that that feeling. I know what that means. I remember this. This might sound super shallow and stupid. <clears throat> and again, I, again, I apologize. In 1989, the and I have mentioned this before. Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States. It has national teams. That's how the International Olympic Committee allows it. And FIBA, FIFA, all these other organizations. So, anyhow, uh, in 1989, <coughs> excuse me, in basketball, Puerto Rico defeated the, uh, the United States for the first time in the Pan American Games. And that was three days of parties because for the first time we were beating the big brother which every time Puerto Rico faced the United States, I don't care what sport it was, we always lost by big, big margins. So 
that's how that's what it means for sports in Latin America. It's just like you know, the country lives and dies by the result. While most of us probably will say, ah, tough break, Galese, he's all right, Pedro. We love you, we care for you, we care about you. And when that man walks out of that tunnel Saturday, he was gonna be showered with love. The fact is, is that the greatest honor a player can have is to represent their country. I never had that opportunity uh, as a as an athlete. I was in the military, so I know what it is to represent your country, to wear the the colors of your country, I guess, uh, and, uh, and 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 feel that that admiration and that affection from strangers. So uh, nothing. I, I think uh, Pedro needs to go home. Uh, he needs to uh, recharge his batteries, and uh, he needs to come back when he feels that he's ready for it. And us as fans need to respect that uh, because, um, you know, the cruelty of penalties is horrendous, and uh, and we just have to give him time to, to process that. In his eyes, he let his country down. That's, that's how he sees it. Even if we disagree with that view, uh, mentally, he he feels that he couldn't deliver the hopes and dreams that uh, his countrymen wanted for him. Oh, sure, it's it's tough uh, for a lot of Peruvians. We'll dive in into Pedro more because uh, there's a lot of rumors going around um, about not only him, his his status in the club, and also we're going to talk about Pato as well. But uh, let's dive in into the next topic, which is the Houston Dynamo, right? Um, you know, uh, with their big signing, right? Um, Hector Herrera from the Mexican national team, um, designated player for sure. Now, Hector Herrera will now be making an appearance against Orlando. I want to say this. He will start July 1st, as well uh, as uh, Insigne, that's coming from Napoli for Toronto, the, the Italian superstar. He won't start in Toronto. Um, until July 1st as well. So two new designated players joined the league, one for Houston, one for Toronto. So Hector Herrera comes in. Uh, we're playing the Houston Dynamo. Uh, Dave, um, what are your thoughts regarding this game coming up against the Dynamo? I mean, they just got beaten 3-0 three, three uh, against uh, Real Salt Lake. What are, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, what does Orlando need to do in this game? Our history is not the best with Houston. Uh, our record against them is one victory, two draws, and two defeats. The one victory was in 2015. <laughs> I want to laugh. When, um, God bless you, uh, Pedro, wherever you are, um, where we basically forced an own goal. And uh, Pedro's last name right now escapes my mind. Um, anyhow, uh, uh, our our striker uh, goes push, you know, pushes forward. Oh, Rivero. Pedro Rivero, thank you. Pedro Rivero, there you go. Yeah, and uh, the the goalkeeper tries to stop him, uh, punches the ball, punches the ball, trying to get it away, and all he does is pushes pushes the ball and Pedro inside the goal, and that was our first win in MLS. Uh, an own goal in in such a, the only thing that is missing of that clip is that um, Benny Hill the uh, music <laughs> is ridiculous. Uh, but after that, uh, these guys have given us beatings. Last three uh, encounters with these guys: two to one victory to Houston, a zero zero result. 
and uh, and a beatdown uh, 4-0. So the fact of the matter is, is that they are a decent team, <coughs> but not a world beater. Uh, now that we are looking at the uh, – that's that's how they line up the last game, right? I have to tell you the the defensively, their best asset is is my cousin Sarek Valentin, who's with the national team at the moment. Therefore, that's why he wasn't there. Uh, he's a dangerous guy, um, especially on set pieces, and he's the type of guy that's always looking for that rebound. Uh, defensive players that also are crafty, trying to score, make me nervous. Because those are the type of guys that are always overdue for a goal here and there that may be the difference. Um, I believe that they may come in with the hopes that, hey, we played on Wednesday. Uh, they, just like we're saying about New England, they are in short rest. Can we get them? Like I was telling you, I lost to Houston. I'm not going to cry it over it uh, because in the big scheme of things, we still Still have to look at Open Cup on the 29th. We also have to look at our positioning in the East. If I have to choose between losing against an Eastern foe or a Western foe, I will lose to the Western foe any day of the week. But it's going to be a matchup. Um, you got to win the Souls because we can't continue going on the road, having these great performances, then coming home for the league, laying eggs, and then mm. we go to Open Cup and uh, we're making we're making the uh, um, the top the top ten top five of uh, ESPN. You know what I'm saying? We can't continue to do that because we have to sell tickets. We gotta get people a show that they want to come and consume. So to me, that's uh, that's a review of that, Paola. If you have anything to add? No, we we have to win on, at home because we haven't win uh, the latest game. So we have to take advantage that. Um, Herrera is not still with the team. Um, we have to take advantage of that, even though that I don't know if he's going to adapt as soon as possible, but we have to take advantage. Um, and we have to, we don't have the most beautiful history with them as neither, but we have to put our pants on and win at home. So that's the only thing that I, I want to share. And I think that the team knows that they need to start winning and Oscar knows it. So, I, you know, I totally agree. I think this game is going to be, um, you know, very important for Orlando. Uh, I, I mean, to me, I'm with Dave on this. I, I believe Orlando needs to put all the bullets in the U.S. Open Cup into the Eastern Conference games for sure. Uh, either way, uh, I think if Orlando wins these two back-to-back -back games, mentally they will be prepared for what's coming against Nashville. Um, and you want to have a team that mentally is right up here playing against a foe like Nashville that has always given us trouble. I mean, I mean, it's probably one of the most troublesome rivals we've ever had in, in our history, uh, Nashville, right? And they're a brand new team, but I mean, they have a very dynamic team with this Houston. Of course, Orlando, I think man, man to man, I think it's, it's, it's the better squad. Um, the only thing that affects Orlando City not to get the result is here, right? Turning over the ball, losing the possession game in the mid. We've seen this happening. We've seen this happening at home. Um, so 
let's let's honestly give the fans what they're looking for, which is a win. And a back-to-back win, I think, is going to fill up more seats because um, if Orlando City um, wants to definitely pack it against Nashville, which I think we should against the U.S. Open Cup because we're, we're in the final stages, only two more games if we win against Nashville. Um, you know, this is the game that Orlando needs to definitely uh, win as well. Now, what are the keys to me to win? Um, just, you know, I don't believe neither the two, Baird and Avila, are uh, any, um, they don't, they're not defensive players. Uh, our wingers run back to get the ball. Like you have Junior Urso. I think this is the game for Junior Urso to play on the right wing, in my opinion, right? Uh, have Araujo there as a six, maybe with uh, either Joey or maybe Andres right there. And uh, th- this will be the game to have Urso there because Avila is known for being very fast on the wing, but losing the ball in transition. And who's going to be there to recoup that ball? Junior Urso. And when he gets the ball in transition, he passes it into the mid to Pereira. And that's when they start associating their game. Um, let's do that because they lose the ball constantly, on the, especially on the left flank. that's my little analysis for Houston, but um, I do believe that both teams that we're going to face the one tomorrow, um, which obviously they have more star power than this one um, and Houston, they're going to be tough opponents, but I think from the two, the refs to me are the better team than, than Houston Dynamo. Hey, hey, Luis, if I can interject for a minute, (laughs) sure. Cause uh, you know, this podcast is about learning new things. So I'm about to, Teach you guys something. In, in, in Judaism, we have a concept of faith, you know, that things can happen. We call that emuna. And our belief is that when you're born, you, are, you have little faith because you're a little person, right? And your problems are little. And as you grow, your faith grows and your problems grow with them. And faith without works is useless. You can't say, I have faith that I'm going to be a millionaire. But if you don't do things to become a millionaire, then it's worthless. What Orlando City needs to do is they need to start winning games. Like Paola said, we need to start winning games. We need to start proving people that when they pay the hard-earned money, they're going to get a show, and we're going to win most of the games. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. But at the same time, the fans need to show works, what that means. We need to start showing up to the games. We can't wait until they start winning to show up. And that, unfortunately, we have been very reactive. We won against uh, Miami, packed house, uh, quote-unquote, for the game against um, Dallas. And then people were, were, were angry that they lost. Oh, well, I showed up, but they lost. But I saw the game on Wednesday, and they won. I don't, I don't get it. My friends, if you show up to all the games, guess what? You're going to see them win, and when they lose, okay, no big deal. And, and I finished with this. Uh, I was watching the, uh, the reactions from the fans, from our friends at uh, OC Fan TV. And I was surprised and shocked, shocked at the fact that a lot of the fans were cool and collected. They wasn't cursing or screaming or anything. A lot of the fans were like, well, you know, we played 72 hours, you know, three games, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's okay. We lost. But, you know, 120 minutes on Wednesdays, total order to ask for the guys to win. So I am actually impressed that our fan base is moving away from this incredible reactionary 
uh, press the red button, nuclear button, and we are starting to understand football. And this is something that uh, our friend Daniel on 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 Twitter, Englishman uh, that uh, also follows Orlando City, that has said before. He's like the difference between the American fan and the overseas fan, English in this case, is that we see the big picture here. We lose a game, you know, burn the whole place down, and uh, we're starting to see culture and 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 the football IQ growing. So I just wanna I wanna commend our fans for that. Uh, so if with that we can I guess go to the comments. I see some great comments there. Yeah, definitely. Let's go ahead and uh, dive into the comments to everybody that's watching. Thank you so much, uh, Victor Sanchez. It says soon FIFA will select uh, the host cities. For the World Cup 2026, only four cities have uh, promised safe and, and accessible tools for workers. Do you think Orlando's got a chance? I mean, I honestly, honestly wish. I mean, if Orlando gets a bid, the city goes, I mean, Orlando will go up. I mean, they'll be the most profitable city in the whole state. I mean, I, I don't want to knock down any other state, but they'll be the most. Orlando will be the Orlando will be the one of the, the mecca of soccer in Florida for sure. There's no other city soccer city in Florida than Orlando. Number one, number two uh, is going to drive in people from Tallahassee, from everywhere in Florida to hub in Orlando. Orlando will be packed. I recommend you to get a an electric scooter, or I recommend you to links to get their service to be a little bit better because driving is going to be tough. I already have a list right here in my iPad. I have a list of people already saying, Louis, I'm coming from Peru. Hey, because, you know, six incumbent will go through for the next World Cup plus uh, international playoffs. So seven teams from Combat will, will make it to the World Cup possibly. Um, come on. Can I stay in your house? Can I stay in your house? I mean, you know, people from, from all over are going to be here. So, And, and the yeah. uh, high-speed rail going from – Orlando to Tampa and Orlando to Miami will be completed by 2026. There's so no excuse, my friend. There's no excuse. I mean, there's no excuse. So let's let's definitely uh, – I'm definitely taking – I mean, if it's in Miami, I'm taking my backpack. I'm going to the speed rail. I'm going. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm, I'm missing that for sure. But, I mean, if it's Orlando, this is the reason why we need to pack the house every game, pride or city. I mean – we want to be a host city. We, in my opinion, I believe we are a soccer city for sure. Now, let's deliver that. Now, a lot of people say, oh, but you cannot force, you cannot tell the fans what to think. I'm not saying what to tell you what to do. What I'm saying is, I mean, that's the example of every other league that we've seen or, or watched before. Uh, they have a huge soccer culture. People come support. I mean, they support the team not because of results. They support the team because of what they stand for. Like, for example, this team right here, Alianza Lima, that's my team from Peru. Now, they have the worst record in Copa Libertadores history. Do I really, am I going to switch clubs because they, they keep losing internationally and they're making an, an ass out of themselves? No. I proudly sport their sticker because I love my team. It's my team. They stand for something. So we need to bring that to Orlando. You know, let's not be fans of the result. Let's be fans of what Orlando stands for as a city, as a culture, what they represent. 
So once we figure that out, I think our Explorer Stadium will be small for the amount of people that are going to come watch every Orlando City game. But I think winning the U.S. Open Cup will be vital because that's going to add more value to you know what 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 the ticket represents, right? It's not just going to be a hit or miss. It's going to be oh, Orlando's a winning team, right? They won a championship on this year. We have all these cups from USL. Now we're translating that into MLS. I think we should we should definitely uh, put our bullets to the U.S. Open Cup, right, Dave? No, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, with this, I'll give the microphone to Paola because, oddly enough, Luis, we talked about this in Tiro de Esquina where we wanted to I, – I, I mentioned the two teams that I follow overseas. <clears throat> and every time I, I start, then I have to cough. Meanwhile, nothing. <laughs> and um, uh, in, in, in the, the culture of, of supporting the club simply because it represents the city where you live – You know the 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 the, and I, I mentioned that I said I I I am in Orlando by choice. I wasn't born here. My kids were born here. I met my I married my wife here. Loved ones are buried on this soil, and if if God gives me the privilege when they put me in the hole, they're gonna be throwing sand on top of my coffin. So the fact is, is that we have to we have to create this idea, and we see all these babies going to the stadium. Let's fast forward 10, 15 years into the future when with the kids that were in USL now are adults with kids of their own. When the babies that we've been seeing on Exploria, <coughs> excuse me, now are teenagers and young adults. That's when we're going to start gauging if the dreams of our founders actually have come true. And again, my friends, you don't follow a club for names, for trophies, or wins, you do so because you have found your place, a place where you belong. I, I, I certainly have. This Orlando City has introduced me to fans that I call friends uh, in two countries overseas, uh, throughout the United States, throughout this city, throughout this state. I met Paola because of Orlando City. I met Luis because of Orlando City. Uh, many of you I have met because of Orlando City. That's how we have to view it. It's the collective that every Orlando City fan loves me. We know that's not true. And a lot of these people will love to see me banned for life because they don't like me as a person. And that's fine. But I have always told those people, you maybe find me despicable. But I love the same club that you do. And if we, uh, if we are to win a, a trophy, you better believe it. I'm going to hug you. That's how it is. So at the end of the day, Friends, we just have to show the affection and the love. We hosted in 1994 when there was no team here, when there was no league. That was almost 30 years ago. I really would love to see an Orlando City that has a club, that has a history uh, supporting uh, the, uh, the, the, the World Cup in, in a selfish way. Also, the $30 billion injected into our local economy will be fantastic. So let's let's start supporting our club. Let's let's have faith. Let's have a Muna. All right. Let's, yeah, let's, let's grow it. This oh. is here. Facts. This is Joshua Tall says facts. Uh, Joshua Tall. That would be amazing if we won the US Open Cup and I really hope we beat Nashville. This says I uh, totally understand. It was just a question. Totally agree with you. Uh, are you guys talking are you guys going to be talking about the Apple TV major soccer deal? Okay. Let's start diving into that. 
uh, because people want to talk about the Apple, Apple um, and MLS um, partnership, right? Um, personally, this is gonna this is gonna benefit. Um, I mean, personally, I don't have cable. Right? For starters, I stream all my stuff. Uh, the, you know, I stream all my stuff. I don't have cable. Uh, I have ESPN Plus. Obviously, I have Paramount because I have to watch the NWSL. Um, I have, you know, I, I watch some games on Twitch too at some point. Um, I stream, so to me, honestly, it's it's simple uh, to join Apple Plus. Now, there's a lot of good series there, and if you're a season pass holder, you're going to be benefited because you don't have to pay for Apple Plus. You apparently the deal is you're a season pass holder from any major league soccer team you will have Apple Plus for free. So I don't see what the uproar is about it. Um, now, yes, it's not in a major network like ESPN for sure. Um, now, well, there are rumors that bigger markets might be on ESPN still and smaller markets may go to Apple Plus. I don't know. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true. I highly doubt. I think they are buying the whole league in a bundle. But what are your thoughts, uh, Paola, about this deal? I'm with you, Luis. I I don't have cable. I have YouTube TV. And the other day, I found out that I have now Fox 35 <laughs> that I can stream now um, the Orlando City games. And um, when it's away and when I'm traveling, I when I put ESPN Plus, sometimes it's blocked and... I get mad. I get frustrated. I have to go and, and search for it. So this is will be super beneficial. Um, when I'm traveling, I'm back home in Puerto Rico. I can see the the games. Um, also, I, I've been hearing that Apple is, is <laughs> buying other sports too. It's not also only MLS. So this is big for, for, for MLS um, as a whole. And for us, the, the season ticket members, we're taking advantage of free Apple TV. I don't see anything bad on it. Free Ted Lasso for everybody. So let's take advantage of it. Um, I don't know about you, David. I, I see the uh, super beneficial. Probably Apple has other visions in the future, and this is just the beginning. So It's free, it's free TV. Let me tell you something. I take anything free, okay? When I go when I go to Costco and have the all the free crap, I, I take everything. And I sorry, but I, I thought you said uh, you don't eat pork. I like, don't worry about it. It's free. I'm taking it anyways. I'll donate it to somebody. <laughs> so um, that's it, it's it's free. I think it's a, a incredible gesture for an Orlando City fan where we haven't seen the benefit of being a season ticket holder. That's a story for another day. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, it's great. It's great to feel like, oh, wow, you know, paying ahead of time for a seat brings a, a brings an incredible benefit. Um, to be honest with you, when I heard the news, I was sort of uh, upset because I feel that going to the streams uh, sort of takes the sport away from the channels at large, but the reality is that uh, people don't consume cable. <coughs> I, I do have cable. I don't watch any of it. I, uh, I'm a YouTube person, Netflix. Um, 
and uh, I have a smart TV, so I watch a, a crap lot of uh, YouTube and uh, of, you know, whatever. I, I, I follow the most ridiculous things. I, I watch a, a channel of a guy raising chickens and, uh, and a guy that has a, 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 a goat farm. I mean, the reality is that the TV is just trash. The cable TV is trash. The only reason why I was keeping it around was because my wife likes to watch the news in the morning and uh, obviously Orlando City uh, and the national team. Other than that, I am paying for absolutely nothing. So I think this is great news for everyone. Yeah, look, um, let's dive in into this. Uh, look, every match, no blackouts. I love how Apple makes everything so simple and minimalistic. I want to say uh, for our design, I love that. Um, you know, is a historic first for sports, a 10-year deal beginning in 2023. You get M every MLS and Leagues Cup match. You get also MLX Next Pro, so the second division. You get MLS Next, so for everybody that is on the under-13s, under-15s, right there. Um, you also, one place for everything, no need for additional TV pay bundle. You know, fans can get every live MLS match, every live MLS match by subscribing to an MLS streaming service available exclusively through Apple TV app. Uh, see, season, this is the cool thing. Season ticket holder benefit. Access to new MLS streaming service will be included as part of MLS full season ticket packages. Uh, this, ex I mean, look, no, this excludes League's Cup and Campeones Cup for viewers in Mexico. So, sorry, Mexico. This is only U.S. So, and then it tells you, you know, it's every club. It tells you, you know, what consoles everywhere is going to, it's going to be everywhere, you know, on your Chromecast, on your Apple, you know, on your Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Samsung, all your Apple devices. And um, the matches, the announcers, they're going to have English and Spanish. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, you're going to have, have an ability to switch languages And also Canadian teams, uh, there'll be a French commentary available. So there you go. You know, I, I think I think it's a good deal, in my opinion. I mean, personally, I have nothing against Apple. I don't know if it's, you I know, mean, I heard that people are complaining about it, especially because you know they're, you know, they're they they say that ESPN is more reputable, and you know they were looking for that that, that I guess going to Apple. It's restricting the league. It's it's it's. ESPN it's, has done nothing for the league. I'm sorry. I, I honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't don't know. I mean, uh, um, I think it's just switching to a different app. You're just gonna have to get get the new app, and then you, you you're set. I, I don't know what. Luis, I, I, last year, ESPN was hosting six games on Saturday for MLS, and the official account. Told everyone, hey, since the EPL is uh, it's it's done for the season, how will you guys um, put up with no football in the summer? You morons! How about using that opportunity to tell people, hey, if you are a Euro snub and you would love to support a team near your house, we have six games in our network showing today. And guess what? If 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 your partner in in media is this clueless, this out of contact with your product, they're not helping you. ESPN and Fox have done nothing, and and their and their uh, on air talent shows how clueless and detached they are about the sport and the league. 
and it's an embarrassment. So for all those ESPN and Fox apologists, boo-hoo, so sad, too bad. And I'm telling you right now, Alexi Lalas and Taylor Twelman, they are relics of an era when those guys were the best the American football could create, and they be, don't belong in behind a microphone. They they spew nonsense, stupidity. They make people angry at, at how they pick and choose what teams are supposed to be showcased, and it's offensive and foul to many fans of small markets to hear these idiots do that. So with that said, perhaps Apple Plus is a fresh uh, 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 is a fresh start for the league because ESPN and Fox have done very little to propel our product, our league, our baby, our sport in this country. Yeah, I mean, if, if Apple is watching, hey, I could do commentary for Orlando City. You know, like, hey, I'm, I'm cheap, guys. Uh, no, I'm just joking. But uh, honestly, um, I, I think it's a great I think it's a great partnership. And also, um, I will say, like when I when I travel to Peru and I want to watch ESPN Plus um, over there, uh, it, it doesn't allow me for the region. So with Apple, this is going to be much easier because their, their app works everywhere in the world. So you can take the MLS with you wherever you go uh, and you can take the shows. And so I think that's the way the world's going. Uh, cable's going away. Um, I guarantee you that movie theaters will disappear in, in the next 10 or 15 years. Um, and everyone, everything's going to be streaming. Everything, you know, the movies, you're going to be able to pick your movie and that it's out and about and you can watch it from your house. You can pay for it at your house rather than going to a movie theater. I think that I understand the old-fashioned way and, and how things should be and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, it's about evolution and evolving, right? So I think that's the way the world's going. I mean, I haven't had cable in over 10 years. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, and I, I'm cool. I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm able to report and give you the content for Orlando City and also for Peru. So uh, I'm completely fine. So uh, very exciting about this this deal. So um, let's talk about some rumors, uh, guys. You know, we talked about the Dynamo. We talked about uh, the refs coming up. We talked about the Apple Plus deal. If people read some comments, uh, let's uh, read some comments before we go. Joshua Tall, interesting. Victor Sanchez, Luis, totally respect your support to Peru. I married my Colombian wife in, 20, in 2004. She's from Medellin, Colombia. And now I'm an Atletico Nacional fan since 2002. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. It's a great team, too, to support. They're a great team. I love Medellin. Uh, I haven't been to Medellin, but I know that Medellin is the cleanest city in Colombia. So that's, where they, uh, that's part of their slogan as a city. So that's awesome. Joshua Tall, wow. Um, Joshua Tall, that would be amazing if we won the U.S. Open Cup. Really hope we beat Nashville, says Joshua Tall. So thank you so much. So, um, some rumors, right? Uh, let's start with uh, the one that I, I believe that, you know, it's it's not true. Um, so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things happening around the the league and around Alexandre Pato. People are saying that he's going to be leaving the club. Uh, there's a lot of sources. Um, the first one I'm going to say, there's a rumor, uh, 
this is a rumor. I'm not uh, stating anything. It says Galatasaray from Turkey. I'm reading in Portuguese here. Uh, they are uh, looking uh, to Alexander, attacker Alexander Pato from Orlando City. Um, the athlete has a contract with the club of the MLS until the end of this year. And he will he could do a, a contract starting July of this year, the first of July. So he can essentially negotiate with any club starting July. Um, now they're saying this is coming from a Brazilian fan-based outlet portal. It's not a journalist, it's not Radio Globo, it's not a Vandeira, it's not it's not none of the channels from over there. Now, um, there's also, um, again, rumors about Pato going to back to Brazil, right? And this is from, again, you know, Futebol pela Galaxia, Gal Galaxy Soccer, right? It says, uh, Pato was offered to Internacional. The attacker is on his way out of Orlando City. Oh, there you go. Now, um, and, I, and I give the mic to Dave. Personally, Orlando needs to, I mean, if Orlando wants to sell high and, they, and they're going to get $2 million for Pato, and this is definitely cash money for a player that, you know, they want to, he wants to go back to his country and wants to play in a big club over there. There also talks about Fluminense also, another big club. They have to have a plan B. I, I don't see the player... I don't see Orlando being um, – I don't see Orlando risking and, ha and having no options up top but Kara and Teshua Kindele, uh, you know, and, and playing a U.S. Open Cup and the end of the MLS season. I, I honestly don't. Either Orlando has a plan B, right? So you have to take what these outlets say with a very grain of salt. Uh, especially if they're fan base outlets. I, I wouldn't really put my thumb to it. I think, you know, we've seen that interview with Pato. He's very happy. You know, he's very happy being here. He thanks Orlando City for how, you know, Oscar and, and the staff and everybody has revitalized his career. He's happy here. I, I, now, I could be wrong. I mean, he could be maybe interested in going back to his country for more money or, or because he maybe he misses home. I mean, I don't know what's going on. We can jump in and speculate that he's going to go, but the, the matter of the fact is, if Orlando is selling, they need to have somebody behind. So they need they need to have somebody as a backup because otherwise, I mean, our our aspirations this season is going to be to be a, a rebuilding team. I mean, I mean, what are our aspirations? Because we're going to lose one of our top players if Pato leaves, right? Dave, what are your thoughts? I gotta say my voice for important topics. This is more smoke than a magic show. So Paola, bail me out here. This this is not true. This is not true, my friends. <laughs> this is just gossip. Let's let's say it like that. It's just gossip. Um, I will I will say what you just said, Luis. He's he's happy with the with the with the club. He said it in a couple of interviews. He said that he has played for the for for Orlando that he said that he is one of the biggest club for him and Arsenal that's that's 
that's his opinion. So I don't know where they got this from. It's just gossip and playing with people's mind. Let's see if it's true or not. But like you said, if it's true, hopefully it's not. Let's pray that Orlando has a backup plan. I don't think so. So there's another rumor that I don't have a picture for, but it's about Fluminense. Right? This is another rumor. It is not true. It's a rumor saying that he's on the radar for Fluminense. Now Fluminense, he they are a club that's buying this season. They're one of the top teams in Brazil too. Uh, and they wanted to actually, they have a, 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 a quite um, taste and wanted to contact Paulo Guerrero, which is one of the top strikers in the, for the Peruvian national team. And uh, that deal didn't get anywhere. So they're looking for options up top, but that doesn't mean that Pato's going to go there. I mean, it, it is a rumor indeed. Uh, again, uh, we're here to, to just say and kind of try to clear up the smoke a little bit. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. But I, I, I believe Pato is happy here, and uh, I don't think uh, we haven't heard anything from official sources, especially myself, from the club or from the player. Um, so the only thing I know is that he's quite happy here, like Paola was saying. And another one that is going around, and this is actually in my backyard because this is coming from Gol Peru, which is – a big outlet in Peru, uh, they are saying that Internacional, which is the same team that wants Pato, is trying to get uh, Pedro Galese, right? This is uh, now Pedro Galese's contract also expires, uh, you know, very soon. Now, uh, they got, I'm sure, and I want to thank that Orlando is working on that renewal contract. Uh, with more zeros on there for one of the top keepers in the MLS. Obviously, not reaching the World Cup changes a lot of the numbers, believe it or not. Um, we'll see. I think a player of the caliber of Galese is not to take, uh, you know, I think they're going to have to pay some money uh, to keep him for sure. Um, he had an offer in January um, from um, Saudi Arabia. You know, and um, now that was a concrete offer and it didn't get anywhere. He, he wanted to stay with Orlando, as you guys can see. And uh, this one with Internacional, again, it's this news came out out of a website. It's a fan driven website from Internacional that was mentioning options at Keeper for that team. And, and this is the thing that I say that. This is the problem with, with some of the media in South America is that they get they need to sell newspapers or they need for people to watch their shows. So unfortunately, they get so sidetracked and they put stuff that it, it may not be true, you know, as as true. They even give themselves the, the you know to put a, a a pick like this, you know, with him in the MLS. Uh, all-star game with the international background, right? So take it with a grain of salt. Um, I, 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 you know, the name of the portal is torcedores.com, which is fans.com. So, I mean, that says it all. I mean, I'm just saying, right? Uh, it's not a... Ignore these things just because he has 242,000 followers. Maybe, I mean, maybe a bunch of 11-year-olds for all we know. So just, uh, right. again, I reach out 
to some people about this. They, they told me, listen, there's absolutely no truth in this. Uh, and uh, I just kind of leave it at, at that, my friends. As, as the window approaches, uh, you probably be surprised if they they say that Barcelona is uh, trying to snatch uh, Oscar Pareja away from us. I, I wouldn't be surprised. So, but, right, but, and, and, and you guys have to also understand that that's normal too. I mean, I mean, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I mean, if I know it's from a source that I trust, I'm going to put it out. And I know Alonso Contreras will put it out. And I know a lot of the journalists will put it out. You know why we put it out? It's not because we love to have smoke and, 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 and be untruthful. No, it's because it's information. And a journalist is here to inform you about what's going on. Now, it could be true. It could not be true. But we're here. The job is to inform. If you don't like information, go go make memes somewhere else. Go 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 talk about Mo Bamba or Omar Bamba. I mean, honestly, like we're here to inform. You cannot judge the journalists to put stuff out. Now, if we're definitely saying he is definitely now, that's a different thing. Now it's a major thing because you cannot. Now this is and and, and I. Again, I'm informing about these rumors, not because I'm saying that they're true. I'm saying they're possibly not true. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're out there, but they're not true. My, my job is to inform. So uh, I just want to say that, you know, it's going to get worse when Facundo's contract will be up, when, you know, Junior yes, Russo's contract absolutely. will be up. I mean, guys, if you guys want to be a big club and, and Orlando City wants to be a big market, get used to that. Absolutely. Uh, Luis, if you could go to Seth Rodriguez's uh, comment. It's uh, the, the, very early on in the, in the show. Um, yes, if uh, you mind, don't mind reading that because I got some information about that. Thank you. This is uh, Dave. We got to talk about how good our Puerto Rico has been. I know we ain't going against super good teams, but the chemistry is there and we look great. I think the way we play is so good too. So uh, Ian Silva from OCB and Wilfredo Rivera, obviously from the first team, were part of this team. Um, and uh, yes, it's the C League uh, in CONCACAF, uh, uh, which is the, the bottom. Okay, this is at the tiny little islands, but this is how far uh, Puerto Rico football fell under bad administration. Uh, corruption. We keep that this word in Latin America continues to be, I don't know, at uh, the, the beginning of pretty much everything corruption, people just uh, making bad decisions. And uh, Dave Serhan, who uh, is of LA Galaxy and US uh, national team fame, has rescued this team, has populated this team with MLS and USL players, NCAA players, players from Europe. And uh, I, I am, as a Puerto Rican, I'm super proud to see how these kids played. The results against uh, the Cayman Islands, which was 3-0, and the, US, uh, the British Virgin Islands, which was 6-0, uh, pushes Puerto Rico to promotion to the B League, uh, where he's going to be facing teams like Dominican Republic and uh, Nicaragua and, and such. So little by little, is moving up to, uh, to a better positioning. And it has a possibility of snatching one of the Caribbean places for the Gold Cup. So uh, congratulations to, to Wilfredo, who, in my opinion, and I say without bias, is, is, is a great player. I can't wait to see him 
with the first team with OCB. He has flashes of greatness at international level. He, he, he just has a silky touch, highly skilled. And uh, Ian Silva from OCB, it's another, another player that has a bright future. Both Lions, That's so awesome. regardless of your affiliation, obviously I don't care where our Lions play at the international level. I always support them. Uh, and, uh, you know, just like we, uh, we feel sad for what happened to, uh, to Pedro Galeza, we also have to rejoice when some of our guys uh, managed to, to do great. That's right. Uh, what are your thoughts um, about Puerto Rico, uh, Paola? You're also there. I mean, I would love to see them live. I've never been able to see the Puerto Rican team for sure, but if they make the Gold Cup, I think it would be great. Honestly, I'm tired to see the same teams. I mean, not, not pun intended, but the same CONCACAF teams all the time, uh, you know, and, and they don't do really do anything. I would love to see for not only the U.S. to, to get better, even better, but also for Puerto Rico. I'm Why impressed. Not? I'm impressed. And and I have shared with, with David that I don't know why Puerto Rico doesn't have better soccer players. Like we we should be like playing soccer since babies, but that's another we can have another podcast with, with that topic. But yeah, I'm super if I can interrupt you for a second, <laughs> if the United States had not made playing football illegal that's and subversive. To the United States as a law. That's right, people. Uh, that your federal government made playing football illegal in Puerto Rico because it was not an American sport. We wouldn't be here talking about that. But I just wanted. Uh, I'm sorry, Paula. I had to interrupt you. But no, you're fine. Sport, you're fine. It's a sore point for me because people ask me this all the time. How come all these other uh, Spanish-speaking countries are great at it? How come you guys suck? Guess what? This is what it is. If you were caught playing football between 1899 and 1946, you could have been thrown in jail as a traitor to the nation. Continue. There you go. There you oh, go. Wow. Thank you, David. Um, but I'm excited to see PR moving forward to the to the B League. Um, for for me, it's is is big. Probably for others, ah, that's that's not that's not as big. But for me, probably David too is big and and we're seeing results. I want to buy a, a shirt. I don't know where to buy it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I would love to buy one too. I, sure. I wanna I want a uh, shirt. The website, I, the, anybody that would like one, just uh, reach out to me on social media. Uh, I actually send have it, one. Send it to me. Yes. In fact, I have an unboxing of the uh, home jersey on my uh, blog, the legendary blog. David Off. There you go. That's so awesome. I'm excited to see what the future entails for PR. I know that we have a bright future. That's awesome. So, um, you know, um, moving forward with the topics, the last topic of the night, I think that Dave wanted to, we wanted to touch on Orlando Pride. Uh, Orlando Pride that day, uh, unfortunately, well, June 3rd, they lost 5-0 against the Houston Dash. And then also last Sunday, they lost against the Chicago Red Stars, um, unfortunately. Uh, a better showing uh, for Orlando Pride for sure. Um, what is the info that you got, uh, Dave, regarding the Pride? You got some info? This is no secret, obviously. This has been out for a while. Uh, manager Amanda Cr uh, Cromwell and her assistant, Sam Green, have been suspended uh, by the league and the club from holding their positions. 
uh, there's an investigation uh, of some violations brought up by one of the players to the Players Association. And right now, the legendary Seb Hines, Headmaster Hines, a gentleman, a footballer who I have a ton of respect and admiration, spoke with him at the uh, Rowdies game, uh, is going to be the uh, caretaker for the time being until the determination the, the is made. People, you know, uh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Finish your thought. No, no, absolutely. Uh, people know where I stand with the situation with Orlando Pride. And I, I, uh, Paola and I discussed this uh, on Tiro de Esquina where I said that these ladies, these athletes, uh, are very good at their craft. And this club deserves a packed house of adoring and respectful fans. We can't continue having an Orlando Pride that is a doormat in the league and that plays in an empty stadium. That's those are the realities. And and with this, I'll give the microphone to Luis because my voice is gonna betray me here in a second. No, 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 sure. The the fact is, my friends, is that this comes at a time when we felt that we were moving in the right direction. We finally had a female coach, somebody of respect. Allegations are saying that a lot of the players that we had here immediately asked for uh, to be traded. They didn't want to be here if she was going to be here. Perhaps a failure on our club to bet the uh, the candidate. Um, and uh, I have to be honest with you, I am shocked to see uh, a lot of our players go thrive somewhere else. When here, they just look like they had two left shoes or they, they, they swapped their boots uh, in, the, in, in, in the dressing room and they were stumbling upon themselves. And uh, if you don't believe me, watch that uh, San Diego game and you tell me if those uh, former Orlando City, uh, I'm sorry, Orlando Pride uh, players uh, were capable of doing that here while, while they were here. And, uh, you know, I'm sad. I'm sad because we spoke about uh, Orlando City representing our city, our fans, our ideals, our beliefs, our core values. Orlando Pride does the same thing. And I, for one, I refuse to see Orlando City reaching playoffs, getting better and better, and the Pride taking step backs, gigantic step backs. And, uh, and it's not fair to the fans. It's not fair to the support. It's not fair to the people that, that spend their hard-earned money to go watch this team. And, and those guys are dwindling. And I know that the club is trying their hardest to create a winner, but we can't when situations like this happen. Yeah, I mean, it is unfortunate the situation going on with the Orlando Pride. I want to say, uh, first of all, uh, um, I don't know. I don't want to dive in on, on the reasons why Amanda Cromwell was placed administratively with Sam Green. Honestly, no one knows. Uh, and whoever says that they know, um, I don't know where they got it from. The club is not releasing any information. And I honestly, I don't judge them for that. Um, that's something that they're handling internally. Uh, yes, uh, legend Seb Hines is taking over the team. Uh, and uh, this Orlando Pride has a lot of potential, has a lot of uh, phenomenal players in every single, in every single position. Uh, my hat's off 
for Ganijan's daughter, for um, Carrie Abello, for Courtney Peterson. I mean, I can name them all. I can name them all. I mean, Aaron McLeod. I mean, everyone. It's uh, superb. Uh, Leah Pruitt. I mean, these are players. Uh, Michaela, Michaela Clough, right? Um, these are players that is their first, second time in the league. Obviously, Aaron McLeod is a gold, gold medalist. But, I mean, either way, they uh, were brought in to work together as a team, win games, and they started doing that. They started actually showing – strands of greatness and uh good 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 football in my opinion so um sad to to have that news um drop on us believe it or not again i'm no one to um say or or know the 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 situations but now what can the pride um do you know and what we was talking with with dave right um you know when he talks about other players thriving when they leave Orlando and they leave Central Florida. I mean, I want to give my hats off too to Taylor Korniak. She just make the U.S. Women's National Team. Taylor Korniak, that was, to me, one of the most exciting players uh, that this franchise had, a young, talented player. Unfortunately, obviously, she didn't stay with the team. She went to San Diego Wave, and she's thriving there. So, um, now, Alex Morgan, everybody knows Alex Morgan. I mean, she's, she's our Christian Pulisic, in, uh, you know, right, in, in, for, for the United States. I mean, she's, she's the top dog striker for the U.S. women's national team. So, I mean, nothing to say about Alex Morgan. I'm talking about, um, you know, uh, Taylor Korniak on, on that note. Again, Orlando needs to – I'm sure they'll, they'll find a niche with Seth Hines. I think they're going to get on the winning streak uh, hopefully soon. I wish him the best. Um, we're going to still be covering the pride. Uh, and again, you know, I think people, again, you know, Orlando City fans, give give the pride a chance. I mean, um, you know, you want to support, you want to you want to be that team that is ride or die for the city. Uh, this is your chance. I mean, Orlando Pride stands for Orlando's values also. Um, and uh we should definitely support them. Just like people go support OCB, uh, I think the club should make also efforts to also maybe see some pass holders get a couple of tickets to go see the Pride, you know. I mean, I think it would be a great idea, uh, you know, because um, they will bring other They already people. do that, uh, right. Luis. They already so, do that, and uh, it's only 10% of uh, about this. This is what I was told. Take it with a grain of salt. That about 10% of the people that, uh, that get the email – request the tickets most of them just give them away so yeah i mean we need it we need to support i mean we we have a we have an important franchise uh, a lot of the players are phenomenal human beings uh i can definitely vouch for that and they're phenomenal players uh and i would love to see them you know even the black swans like they they're i mean they they my hat's off for them because they go and they are there supporting and chanting and being loud you know, uh, no matter if there's 10 people, 30 people, 3,000 people, 4,000 people. I mean, but um, yes, um, this is a team that's in rebuild, but a lot of the pieces that they've picked up, they're phenomenal. I mean, they're, they're phenomenal players. And obviously, is their first or second season in the MLS now. Uh, and, and, and they're excelling in some games. But some games, when you have a, 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 a rival, 
that is obviously more well-seasoned than you. I mean, you talk about U.S. women's national team caliber players like Gotham, like Houston, like uh, North Carolina, like uh, Washington. I mean, you're talking about Trinity Rodman. I mean, you're talking about, you know, these are dynamic players. This is, the, this is probably the core for what's next of the U.S. women's national team. This team right here, they're phenomenal players, but they're in the beginning stages of that journey, some of them. So you got to give them more time. You cannot expect like, boom, results right away. Now, they've surprised a lot of people. You know, they've surprised a lot of people with some good um, resilience and winning mentality that Amanda Cromwell also was part of that. So wish them the best. Um, I can't wait to see them play. I know that they're going to be um, – Orlando Pride uh, is playing uh, against the Portland Thorns on Sunday, June 19th. It's going to be on Paramount. Uh, more than likely, uh, again, the Thorns are a huge club uh, um, for the NWSL. So um, nothing but um, all the best of luck to, to Orlando Pride. And um, very, very excited of, uh, of what that team has, has accomplished so far. So, um, Paula, you have anything to say? No, no, I agree with everything that you said. Um, we need to support more of the, the at least ladies. Um, I said it last week with David. It's a different type of game as well. It's it's super interesting. You can hear the ladies talk in the in the field, and we we need to support as well that we do for the boys. We need to support the ladies. So let's show them love as well. Definitely, definitely. So, um, any last comments? Anything you want to say uh, to close out the show, uh, Dave? Uh, yeah, uh, apologize for my voice uh, today, but I really wanted to be with you guys. So there it is. Um, let's go and support the boys this this Saturday. Plenty of seats available. Um, I expect to see you guys there. You know, we got we got to support our boys uh, in the good and the bad, and uh, we cannot um, we cannot create faith once again if we don't do works. We have to we have to feed it. We have to. Build, bulk it up, and um, again, I can be found at uh, at Florida underscore man seven six on Twitter. Uh, you're more than welcome there to see all my madness. Uh, the legendary David uh, on um, YouTube, where I have my vlogs of the games and all the stuff in Spanish and English. And lastly, Tiro Esquina podcast, where Paul and I are going to be talking about the same things that we did here, but in Spanish. Uh, so thank you very much, guys, for all the support. All uh, again, Luis, I say it, and uh, Paula knows this too. The love that we get when we go to the stadium, uh, people stopping us to say hello, shake our hands. I I, I do appreciate it. Uh, it means uh, the world to us because again, we don't we don't make a dime out of this. We do it for the love of the club, love of the uh, the, of the game, and uh, without you guys, uh, it's just three guys. Uh, well, two guys and a girl talking to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Paola, last, last comment so we can close the show. Thank you so much. Support. Support the boys um, on Saturday, like David said. Um, and nothing. Follow us on, on Twitter, Instagram, and keep supporting us. All right. So I want to go ahead and uh, my closing statements are going to be, yes, uh, uh, let's support the boys for sure. Coming up, these back two back-to-back games, uh, Orlando has a huge chance to get six points for sure. Last comments here. Hopefully, Joshua tells us, hopefully the game won't be delayed on Saturday. 
I hope Pride win the next game, says Joshua Tall. And Joshua Tall says, I wish we still had Alex Morgan and Taylor Korniak. So um, follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're under Latin Pride Orlando. If you're listening to this, follow us. Uh, there's a link in the description if you're listening to this uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts where you can see our social media. Follow us there. And then also I want to show people, this is our website. Check it out. All the, our editorials will be there. Um, as well, I want to go ahead and uh, announce, uh, obviously, we have our, our, um, we have our, our, our Instagram uh, account. Um, hold on one second. Let me go ahead and get it. It's right there. It's Instagram.com. It's right here, LPO underscore podcast. Uh, we're really close to 900 followers. Uh, if people can start uh, spreading the word. Again, you can see stuff from us, our shows, um, Pride, U.S. Men's National Team, Women's National Team, OCB, Orlando City, and also my Spanish content for if you are Peruvian-American or you want to see what Peruvians think, uh, how they watch soccer, uh, La del Fútbol right there. Um, so we have, we're growing. So I want to also announce I got back my Instagram. So if you want to add, add me, right now it's on private. But uh, this is my Pineda underscore RRL is back. Uh, so you guys will be able to find me there. I will have pictures, probably not so much of Orlando stuff. You'll see me on a, a, a day to day. It's more like a casual account. There's nothing to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have Orlando stuff for sure. Like, you know, me at the booth or me, you know, here or outside. But uh, it's going to be uh, my everyday things, you know, that, that you check out, usually a typical Instagram. So you can feel free to follow me there. Um, and again, um, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, um, as Latin Pratt Orlando. So I want to thank everybody that that's been on today live. And if you're watching it again, drop us a comment, uh, follow us on social media. Twitter at LP underscore podcast, Facebook, and also on YouTube. Click to the notification bell for notifications. So um, I guess, guys, uh, vamos Orlando. We'll see you guys next week, Monday. Vamos Orlando. Vamos, vamos. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>